Welcome to Mother Puckers, episode 29, the first and only podcast for hockey moms by hockey mom, and that's me, Julie Bardownski. Wow, ladies and the gentlemen that are also listening in, I'm back. It's amazing what a week's vacation from all of the chaos, all of the craziness with the day job taken away can do for you. If you haven't taken vacation, you need to, especially with this crazy time. I know it's so uncertain. They give you that time off from work for a reason. And my company has come down pretty hard on our entire company enforcing vacations and making sure people are taking care of themselves. And you think you can just keep going and going and going and You don't need that rest or that break or that mental, you know, shift to just clear everything out of your head. But wow, you do. And I can attest to it because I came up with a couple of really great ideas, innovative ideas for my day job. And uh, then I really got to fixate on Mother Puckers and got re-inspired and have made all kinds of plans and changes. I'm I'm so close to having that website up. It's almost there and it's not going to be perfect to begin with, but that's okay. You know, I'm just trying to deliver to you some fun in your life and some great hockey knowledge and funny stories that just make you love even more this world of being a hockey mom. And so what I'm going to be having on is I'm going to have some former NHLers, a lot of coaches coming in, some scouts, some, you know, development coaches, some skating coaches, specific positioning. Uh, We're going to talk to some of the organizations out there that do advising for players based on your level. We're going to talk to some high school coaches, just really delivering on the things that are impactful for you from knowledge of the game, the different paths that hockey players can take. As we all know, they end in beer leagues. Even the top pros will be playing in the beer leagues at some point in their lives. It's just the craziest sport, as you know, out there from a path perspective. And so we're gonna have people on to talk about those things as well. And right now I do have a lot of gear. I'm going to be at a CCM tournament this weekend. So a lot of the gear may be sold before I'm able to get that website store up and available to you. But for now, I'll just keep you guys posted on on when I get that website up. But you'll be able to find me at the CCM invite in Nashville, Tennessee this weekend. I will have uh, some fun gear uh, for you to wear so that you can support Mother Puckers and show everybody uh, that you are one yourself. I'm going to, oh man, that's right. I'm going to have on a football mom from Texas whose son played high school football. There are two sons, uh, twins, and both are playing in division one colleges because I thought it would be interesting to have a 
different point of view from a football mom to a hockey mom and the different things that they have to go through and and learn a bit about that. And of course, we're always going to have nutrition and food and car and COVID updates as they come along. I know that there's three states still requiring masks on the ice, Michigan, Massachusetts, and Colorado. I think that that's a detriment to other teams coming there because of the potential health issues. So hopefully they get that that figured out soon. Here in Nashville, man, I got to tell you, they are just doing it right here. They have kept the facilities very clean. They've followed the advice of the public health officials. They've worked with the uh, COVID task force team. And up until last weekend, we were on the one parent per child, you know, bent that USA Hockey Guidelines came out with and that everybody seems to be following. But because Nashville opened up a little bit more, who knows if that's partially because the mayor got caught lying about our case numbers. <laughs> anyway, um, because that has changed. There's now four individuals allowed to come into the hockey facilities to watch games as of, uh, gosh, that's two weeks ago now. So come on down to Nashville. I mean, we only have six sheets of ice here to play on, but let's fill them up with as many games as we can. And our restaurants are opening up, you know, or are open, I'm sorry, and opening up more seating and availability as our phasing goes up because our 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 cases are down, but more importantly, our hospitals are wide open and um, the ability to treat patients is very strong here in, a, in this very healthcare oriented city. So back to mother puckers. So, okay, guys, I need your help here. Got to subscribe. Whatever platform you listen to mother puckers on, whether it's on um Spotify, whether it's Apple, whether it's Google Podcasts, and I'm also on Amazon Music through Audible. So if you have that app, you can listen to it. Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Podcast Addict, Listen Notes. So I'm on a bunch of different directories for your ability to listen to Mother Puckers. But on whatever directory you listen to, take two minutes and rate each episode, even if you could spend 10 minutes and go back 10 episodes and rate those. And of course, I'm asking for the highest rating, but I also welcome any kind of constructive feedback that you can give me because that's what I've spent the last month really digging into is what I'm going to bring to you, how I'm going to bring it to you, the video channel on YouTube that's going to be coming soon. So you're going to be able to see live and in person my face. And some days I'm going to have makeup on and some days I'm going to be in a ponytail, glasses and a hat like I am right now. But that's how we roll as hockey moms, isn't it? What's going on in the world of hockey? Well, first off from the pros, what a Stanley Cup run. I cannot tell you. I made the prediction before they went into the bubble saying anybody who puts an asterisk on this cup and calls it the COVID cup is going to be wrong. And then here we are two months later from that. And what those guys went through two months in the bubble, eating the same restaurants, playing the same pool games, the same poker games, you know, doing the same thing, being in the same hotel as their opponents, especially when you get down to the final with Dallas and Tampa and they're in the same hotel. And I'm just curious how many pranks went on. And I'm sure once they got to the final, it was all business, of course, but it, it's... um 
to me, that asterisk, if there is one, should be that this was the hardest cup to win in the hardest conditions ever in the history of the Stanley Cup. And how amazing was it that it was two teams from the South? Now, those teams are made up from guys from all over the world. Don't get me wrong, but holy cow, can you say explosion of youth hockey in the South? And they're just proving it year after year after year what the South is is producing from an NHL perspective. And then that, of course, means the development of youth programs as well. So it's pretty exciting. Now, I love my favorite moments of the Stanley Cup. Pat Maroon's goal, Pat Maroon going back to back from the Blues last year and winning this year. One of only three NHLers to go back to back with two teams, two different teams to win the Stanley Cup. I loved how Stamkos came in, was on the ice for a total of, I don't know, under three minutes total in the first period and scores a goal. And that goal lifted his team to do that shellacking that they laid down. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not being biased against Dallas, but it was just very cool to see Stamkos and Braden Point and Palat. I mean, oh my gosh, the players that we got to watch over, um, that final and you know going into the final it was just it was fantastic and some of the great two great things that i loved after the lightning won was because you didn't hear the crowd going nuts you know like you know like you do when you're winning the stanley cup you go crazy right and if you're in the stands it's going to be loud but that they and that they didn't pipe in noise at the end and instead we got to hear the joy and the screams and the just amazing expressions of joy that those guys had as they're all hugging on the ice in the minutes right after that clock ticked down to zero. And that just gave me chills to actually hear them win the Stanley Cup. Oh, it's just that. I love that. And then the other thing that I, I liked is that the whole team came over when Bettman presented the cup instead of just Stamkos. That was really unique. And, you know, and, and speaking of Bettman, you know, whatever you think of him from the very beginning in April when he first started talking about how they could do a season to today after the Stanley Cup no COVID cases, no drama, no Us Weekly or TMZ stories coming out about any of the NHL players doing anything bad. This is his legacy. Gary Bettman could retire today on top of the world. The NHL showed every other sport out there what hockey players are made of. And the fans also responded with amazing high ratings for the cup final. And it it just, you know, it just makes my heart so excited and happy for the sport that we love so much to see that, to see how they handled it and how the guys handled themselves. It's just 
Awesome. And then I love the FaceTiming with family members on the ice, you know, since they couldn't be there in person. How great is it that technology is there to bring them there in person in the best, you know, way that we can in the current situation. And looking forward to hearing uh, all the reuniting stories of the families when they're home with each other and how excited those little kiddos are going to be, how excited the wives and girlfriends are going to be. I'm just looking forward to the next several months of hearing the stories of the the bubble and then the post party with the cup and you know whatever they're going to do I think it was Jimmy Fallon who made the comment he's like you know thank you Stanley Cup for being the being in the worst place at the worst time when someone all they want to do is hand you around and kiss you and drink out of you and that's pretty true so I imagine Phil's gonna be walking around with a lot of disinfectant wipes to keep the cup COVID free anyway you know, we had our opening weekend a couple weeks ago for our team. It was basically what I felt my one year anniversary of the birth of Mother Puckers. And granted, it took me a few months to get it off the ground and everything. And a couple of really smart hockey moms prodding me in that direction. And so hockey is back. You know, the boys got their gear, you know, that nice new smell of new gear that lasts exactly one practice. We've got fresh teammates, fresh lines, fresh D pairs, fresh new coach, fresh new drills. It's like a New Year's resolution time for the hockey season. Asking your kids, what do they want to achieve? What are the goals for this year at the end of March? What should your year look like? And, you know, we had parents in their masks and maintaining their distance. I did discover during this last couple of months since I've uh, been kind of off the air that uh, I think I mentioned it. It has come down to the mask being a big contributor to my migraines. And so our rinks here have made me my very own Julie Bardownski viewing area. Now I'm away from everybody, but I have this these two entire areas as my own to watch hockey. And you can bet that I'm yelling and screaming and banging on the glass in front of me just as I would be if I was inside the rink. They just can't hear me or, well, maybe they can because I do have a pretty loud voice. They have just, you know, I walk in, they check my temperature, I show them my waiver, they put a special rips band on me so everybody knows that that's where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, and it's great. So I'm very appreciative the accommodations that they've made for my or my personal health issues with wearing a mask. So that has been wonderful. And knock on wood, I haven't had one of those nasty little things that starts with an M in two months now. So that's not bad. It's not bad at all. And I'm very happy. Now I've done some other fun things. I've started meditating every morning, finding my Zen and my calm. I've done a few uh, nutritional things. I've seen a an energy healer. I've seen a hypnotist. I've gone to a Reiki specialist. I mean, just I'm doing all kinds of crazy fun new things. And I will share those stories as they come up and sprinkle through the Mother Puckers episodes down the way. I just wanted to let you know that I've gotten those things under control. If any of you have any questions, if any of you suffer from migraines, I please email me at julie at motherpuckers.com and I can tell you what I've done. And maybe I'll write a little blog post and, and leave it out there for you all. During the opening weekend, I had a chance to watch a Squirt Minor game. And I 
I suggest all of your older kids and parents of kids who are in college and you spend all your time at the rink, go watch a squirt minor game or major and remember what it was like when your player was that small. I mean, for me, that's only a few years ago, but I can tell you, and and again, I'm in the South, going back to my Southern hockey theme here, these kids were passing They were D to D. They knew how to do breakouts. They kept their heads up. They weren't watching the puck as they were pushing it forward. They were playing position. I mean, these little kids had odd man rushes, knew how to give and go. They knew how to appropriately move someone off the puck when in a non-hitting environment yet. So the Bambi mamas are loving that right now because it's not hitting. They worked the box, had cross-eyes passes. They protect the puck bounced passes off the boards to each other, backdoor passes for goals. One kid had a toe drag at the blue line. Now, granted, that's not what you should do when you get older because you're going to lose the puck. It's going to get turned over or you're going to freeze somebody and you're going to get off sides. But anyway, this is a square minor kid doing a toe drag at the blue line successfully. There were breakaways. There were sellies. I literally could not believe what I was watching. They're so little with so much hockey sense and skill. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was still a lot of ice eating and shaky skating. But when they were upright and not getting knocked around, it was unbelievable. And I just really suggest, you know, even if you've got some midget players, go back and watch because our kids weren't doing those things at that age. Now we have some extenuating circumstances as to why. Thankfully, that coach is no longer around the organization. But I suggest you go watch it. These kids are so skilled at such a young age. And um, just see if you can see any resemblances to your player or any of their teammates amongst the little guys and, you know, and then kind of keep track as they grow. Maybe they go up. You know, I had a chance to chat with a few moms and I zeroed in on one of the Bambi mamas. So any of my new listeners from Nashville, welcome. You'll find tips throughout the episodes to help you as you take on this journey. But let me tell you, you Bambi mamas, those kiddos that you've got out there right now, you know, the the mites and the squirts and the peewee players, holy smokes, kids are talented. Now, don't get all excited. Don't do the wrong thing and think your kid's going straight to the NHL because it's a very long road. And if you listen to past episodes, we tell you why you don't think at age eight or nine because your kid's finding the back of the net five times a game that he's going to the NHL. Keep working on the everything that they need to do from a fundamental perspective. But it's just a cool time to rejuvenate your thoughts on, you know, where your kids are um, as they're older and where they're going from there. That's all I've got for you this week it is me coming back. You can expect me every Wednesday morning. I was playing around with the day that I might do the podcast, but Wednesdays seem to be the best fit for my schedule. There may be the odd week where there's two episodes coming up because I've got some really fun things that I'm going to want to share. So we have a great plan for the rest of this calendar year and some fun things coming up for this full season. So welcome back, listeners. I am looking forward to hearing your stories, seeing your feedback on the apps where you listen to Mother Puckers, and I also am looking forward to seeing you at the rink.